Frustrations boil over at Fairbury. Bobby Pierce could win three Dirt Late Model Championships this year. Uh, who is exactly still in it for the Ward of Outlaws title? We'll talk about that and more today on the show. Let's go. It's Wednesday, September 13th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Flow Series at Fairbury last night. Bobby Pierce, your winner. Uh, he got away over the second half to score his first win with the midweek series this season. Dennis Herb Jr., Shannon, Bad, uh, Shannon Babb made late moves to join Pierce on the podium. We had a fun modified show as well. Mike McKinney coming out on top in that one. I feel like Fairbury is one of those racetracks that just seems to always provide good racing and entertainment. And I feel like last night wasn't really any different than that. But what I'm sure most people are talking about today is the incident between Hudson O'Neill and Garrett Smith that occurred before halfway. After a restart with Smith out front, O'Neill made a move for the lead on the bottom into turn three and nearly tipped the Rocket one over. Smith had been banging the boards, but it seemed as though he knew a slider from O'Neill was coming and attempted to block the line low into three. O'Neill had to take evasive action as he'd already committed to that line and in the aftermath somehow managed to bring the car back down on all four wheels. Both cars slid high mid-corner, and although O'Neill was able to lead the lap, Pierce was coming with a head of steam and able to grab the top spot. It's effectively what won Pierce the race, because from there he was never challenged again out front. We weren't done, though, with the kerfuffle, as Smith had clearly taken offense and into one on the next lap, drove it in deep, and body-slammed the rocket house car. It's a shame, really, because both cars were fast and capable of good finishes before that, but then after the contact, neither car seemed to be the same the rest of the race. O'Neill finished down in 11th, and Smith then slowly dropped through the field before pulling uh, off of the racetrack and DNFing. To me, the initial move from O'Neill just felt like a racing deal. There was no intent there from Huddy to move Smith, and it seems pretty evident that he was just not expecting the 10 to dive low. And he said as much after the race. And in comments to Kevin Kovacs, Smith referenced O'Neill's incident at Fairbury back in May, where he tangled with Dennis Herb Jr., Although I see his point, these two situations feel different. That deal with Herb uh, was O'Neill just kind of getting overzealous, a little overaggressive, uh, and he, even back then he knew he screwed up. It's been a frustrating season for Smith, and I think the expectations for the young Georgia driver were probably raised a bit too high after that Dirt Track World Championship win late in 2022. They haven't been able to get anywhere near that level this season uh, with only a handful of top fives, and the retaliation last night was definitely a frustration move. Don't forget, too, that Smith was suspended earlier this season from Hunt the Front Series events over an altercation at Cochrane Motor Speedway that also included his father. I don't blame him for being upset over losing the lead. I think most racers would be, and uh, you know you expect that. But I think he let an opportunity to grab a good finish slip out of his fingers last night. It was an opportunity to maybe turn his season around. Uh, with the win and the issues for O'Neill, uh, Pierce has now taken the series championship lead. The smooth operator has a real chance at three touring se uh, series titles this season. He's already running away with the World of Outlaws Championship. He's leading the XR Super Series standings and now, obviously, the Flow Racing Night in America Series standings. His great season continues, and as he talked about last night, Bobby Pierce could be in line to win a million dollars this year. Uh, elsewhere last night, Terry McCarroll was an ASCS winner at the Clay County Fair. He led all 25 laps to score his first national tour win since 2019. Matt Covington finished second with Zane Devald, who actually talked about yesterday on the show around the sprint car driver market. He hard charged from 12th to finish third. Headed to Wheatland, Missouri this weekend for the Hockett McMillan Memorial. Jason Martin's championship lead with the ASCS has been cut down to 67 over Covington. Uh, don't sleep on the uh, that event this weekend. Really nice money on the line uh, between the ASCS and the War Sprint Cars. Always a fun weekend. Uh, it's live on Racing Dirt all three nights if you'd like to watch. And last night's Clay County late model winner was Derek Stewart. 
Uh, before we talk about other racing coming up, I want to point you to a tweet from last night that came from World of Outlaws race director Mike Hess. He posted a poll asking for opinions about dashes on race nights. And at this moment, people liking dashes is leading the way in that poll, but it makes you wonder if a format change is being considered for the series, or if Hess is just curious about what people think. Race night formats are always under constant debate, and I know some don't like the dice roll nature of the dashes with it affecting starting positions for features. I personally don't mind them, and I think over the course of a full season, the math, uh, the math evens out. But uh, if you want to uh, vote in that poll, go find Mike Hess's Twitter account and you can uh, participate. All right, I'm going to take some time off from the show, and this is my last episode of the week. So let's run through what to watch coming up this weekend. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is headed to Knoxville for their nationals, and uh, they're going to battle it out for three nights. Thursday and Friday are full shows, uh, each paying 7000 to win. And then Saturday is the fifty grand to uh, win big event. Uh, points from Thursday, Friday will set up Saturday's action, very similar to how a lot of these other Lucas weekends work. Jonathan Davenport is the defending Knoxville event winner, and Mike Marler won it in 2021. I think if Devin Moran and Tim McCready are going to get uh, into that final locked-in chase spot, they need to start making gains on Brandon Overton, like now. That means this weekend. And there's only a handful of races left to do it. Uh, I, you know, I talked about earlier this week, I think Overton will probably be the guy to get that final spot, but there is still chances if these guys can get going. Uh, out west, the World of Outlaws sprint cars continue their West Coast swing. They've got stops at Hanford and Placerville coming up. Friday is 21 grand to win, and I think Saturday is a standard 10,000 to win show. The Outlaw regulars will be looking to bounce back after a tough weekend at Gold Cup that saw no Outlaw podium finishers or lap leaders. Uh, in the championship battle, Brad Sweet is in control right now. He leads David Gravel by 82 and Carson Macedo by 106. I got asked yesterday about mathematical chances for the title, and I think right now only the top eight are still in it by the numbers. Uh, we show up points at 90 uh, and the uh, win worth 150. You can only really gain about 60 points per race. So that puts Zirfoss out, uh, but realistically, only the top three are in this, I think. Logan Schuart in four, 322 points back, which means he needs to gain more than 20 points per night on average over Brad Sweet. That means he has to beat Brad by 10 positions in every single feature race from here on out. That's highly unlikely, especially since he'd also have to top Gravel and Macedo in the process. At this point, you know, I even have my doubts about the two and the 41 catching the 49. Brad's consistency, I think, is going to carry them, uh, carry him to that fifth consecutive title. Anything's possible, though, and it's really why we run the races. If you want close championship battles, let me point you to the All-Stars and USEC sprint cars. All-Stars head to Fremont this weekend for two nights, and then from there, one race at Eldora during Four Crown is all that's left. Zeb Wise is in line for the driver title, but just 14 points separate the 7BC and the 26 teams uh, for the owner's side. I was told this week that no matter what happens with a reschedule for the Tusky 50 at Port Royal, that race wasn't for uh, points anyway, so that won't affect this championship battle. Danny Dietrich was a Fremont winner back in June, and Cole Duncan and Tyler Courtney split this weekend a year ago. After a night that was tough on tires last week in local competition, I know many who uh, will be keeping an eye on track conditions this weekend at Fremont. Hopefully, though, we won't have any problems and any tire issues. In Indiana, USAC has weekend stops at Circle City and Hobstadt for the Hustler. Justin Grant moved ahead of Brady Bacon last weekend in the standings, but only nine points sit between them right now, including this weekend. Just seven races remain to settle this thing. All right, that's it for this episode of The Daily. Don't forget there are new logo trucker hats available in the merch store. You can get one for 30 bucks. Shipping and sales tax are on me for U.S. buyers. And the streaming schedule will be updated all weekend if you are looking for races to watch. Hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. Enjoy the dirt racing weekend ahead.